Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Costco. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat protection up to 450 degrees. It helps reduce and repair split ends while quenching dry hair with intense hydration. You guys know I am frizz central and proud of it and proud of it, but I always need a little frizz help. I mean, seriously, like you should see my hair when I come out of the shower. I trust Way with my hair because their products actually work. I have been such a longtime fan and I think the fact that I have been using Way since, oh God, I don't know, four or five years really, really is a testament to how good their products work. So I cannot wait to get stuck into this anti-frizz cream. I really think they made it for me. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETANKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code MEETANKS. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me, I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code tinks on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS. Morning, guys. Happy Friday. How is everyone doing? I... I just got a massage. It was very kind. Ashley Tisdale has a new brand called French. um, And she sent people masseuses to get... uh, to experience her new products and it's great she's a really good follow on instagram by the way and this lovely talented masseuse must have thought we were crazy because we had a late night last night and she came in and i said i'm really sorry i know this isn't relaxing and not how you're supposed to do it but i'm gonna work through the the massage and she said okay that's fine so lauren and i are we we had the giggles you know the hungover giggles we're desperately trying to do 
get through this work and schedule. And then I realized that there was techno music on in the background, which is just one of our defaults for while we're doing work. There was literally dance music on. Viche is jumping on me the whole time. The gardener's coming and she's like, oh, do you want me to shut the window? And I, I don't know if I've told you guys this. I'm really not. I don't care about nudity at all. Like I, I'm literally always naked in my house. And I was like, oh, now they'll be fine. And she must have thought we were fucking bonkers. My cat is there. The gardeners are like knocking on the window being like, blah, blah, blah. By the way, uh, I need to talk about something adulty for a second. If you uh, have been following my hydrangea drama, tell me if you guys think that I should have a word with my gardener. He sold me all these hydrangeas because they're beautiful. They're the most stunning flower. And I was like, that's amazing. Like I'm, I want to be Nancy Myers a hundred percent and they've all died. And you guys told me they don't like direct sunlight. Well, guess what? My entire house is in direct sunlight and I live in Los Angeles where it's fucking 95 degrees the whole time. So they've all died. And so they've replaced them with cheaper flowers. And I feel, I feel a little cheated, but you know, I'm, and I'm trying to be more, it's so difficult because if you're a woman, you just automatically feel like a Karen. Like, I don't want to go to him and be like, you know, look, I feel a bit cheated with the flower situation because I don't want to be Karen-y, but I'm peeved. I'm peeved because in all the photos, he was like, we're going to have all these huge hydrangeas, Nancy Myers core. Anyway, I digress. I hosted an event for Love Island USA last night and we had a fun time. If you listen to the Wednesday show, you know that I invited the person that I'm seeing. He came, he brought his friend, his friend was nice. But the whole time I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. And here I am breaking my not talking about dating rule. But you know what, guys? I'm feeling loose today. I'm feeling loose. Because you know what? If you're a grown man, if you're 30 years old, tell me why you need to bring a friend. Tell me why. Tell me why that was your first question. But whatever. I got over it. Um, And then we ended up at Craig's. And then we ended up in the hot tub until 3 a.m. All of us, not just me and the guy. (laughs) But it was one of those really fun nights. And I, I feel very lucky to be so close to my team. It's a hard it's a hard line to draw sometimes to to work and play with them but it, it's fun. I think that you can you can grow to be friends with the people you work with. I I personally never start as working with friends like I don't I don't believe in that. It always kind of goes belly up for me, but I think if you can grow to really love your team and and they can become some of your closest friends. Um and speaking of friends, I am back from Idaho. I went on my girls trip, Camp Brian. It was wonderful. We did 17 miles over the course of a couple of days. So I broke in my hiking boots. I'm getting ready for my big hiking trip in Italy in August. And God, there's just nothing like getting outside, especially to get away from LA. Just touching that grass, just breathing that air. We had a really interesting conversation. Uh, while we were there, we were going around and we were saying what all of our friends we thought their self worth percentage was, and ourselves included. And like for example, we said Brian's was a hundred percent. She's a very confident person. She has high self worth, not in a boastful way. She's just very self assured. And I think Dickie said she was at seventy or something. And then they said to me they thought mine was like could be sixty to ninety based on how I felt I was doing with work, which depressed me, but I think it's really accurate, to be honest with you. And I just wanted to bring it up with you guys because I want you to ask yourselves what percentage you think your self-worth is at. And I'm being really vulnerable saying that, you know, mine can go as low as 60%. And I'm really, I, I want to work on that because I love my job, but I think like so many of us, sometimes I attach 
self-worth to it. I think people, especially women, they attach self-worth to different areas. A lot of women attach it to their bodies. I feel lucky that I've really grown out of that where it's like if I'm up 10 pounds, if I'm down 10 pounds, it doesn't affect how I feel about my worthy, my self-worth, but I really have it with work. I really have it with external validation markers, especially when it comes to where I feel I am in my career. And if I don't feel like I'm doing well, I do feel lower self-worth. And that sucks. And I, I'm really glad I had this conversation with my friends because now I, I'm going to try to work on that in therapy. I wasn't totally aware of it. But both of them were like, yeah, you literally have you feel like you're less good if you're not doing well at work, which is so crazy because I preach to you guys all the time how important it is with dating. And I think that that's that is one of the main reasons why it is so important to have high self-worth, right? It's so that when you walk into a date, you're not thinking, oh my God, is he going to like me? Is he going to like me? Is he going to like me? You're thinking, do I like him or them? Do I like them? And I think it takes a lot of time to build up your self-worth and to really feel it to your core. And I know for me, it, it took my whole 20s. So that's why I talk to you guys about it so much. Because I think that having low self-worth causes women to settle disproportionately to men. I think it really, really affects women. It it causes them to settle in, in dating, but it can also cause them to settle in jobs, in friendships, in all of these other areas. Basically, to me, self-worth is like what I know who I am. I know my value and it's not affected by what other people think of me. It's not affected by uh, my body. It's not affected by um, you know, my house or my job. It really shouldn't. It really shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be affected by any of those things. It's a very internal thing. And that makes it hard to work on, right? Like I'm telling you guys, I really want to work on this thing with my career and how it affects my self-worth, but it's difficult. It's difficult to parse out these, these tangents of our lives. And it's kind of complicated because when you do well in work or when you feel great in your body, you can think that that adds to your self-worth, but I, I don't really know that it does because I think your self-worth is basically you valuing your soul. And I don't mean to get too woo-woo, but it's kind of like you know who you are. It's more about your personality traits. It's more about um, how you make people feel. It's more about your kindness, your your spirit, your grit. To me, it's actually more of those kind of things. And as women, we find it very difficult to pat ourselves on the back for those things, right? Like when is the last time you said, hey, I'm a really great friend just to yourself, not even out loud, just said, you know, I'm a good friend. Or when's the last time you've said to yourself, I'm, I'm kind, like I, I am a kind person. Probably never, right? Probably never. But that is the kind of stuff you have to pay attention to to build up your self-worth. It's also connected to, we were talking on Instagram this week about, it's people really just remember how you make them feel. They don't remember what you were wearing. They certainly don't remember if you gained five pounds. They barely remember what you said, but they do remember how you make them feel. And that's really connected to this conversation we're having right now, right? That's that's your self-worth, how you make people feel. It's so important. 
And I know a lot of us get caught up in the, oh, I should have said that, or are people thinking about me? They, they're not. They're not thinking about the minutia. They're thinking about themselves, but they always remember how you make them feel. You, you know those people where, like, maybe you're at a party and someone comes to you and, and they, you were standing alone and they made you feel really welcome? Like, that, that's the juicy part. That's the juicy part. So, anyway... One thing that I want to start doing is being a bit more vulnerable with you guys in terms of what I'm working on for myself. I hope I never give off the impression that I think I have it all figured out. I certainly don't. And sometimes I can't even take my own advice. Let's just put let's just fucking call out that big fat elephant in the room, right? Sometimes I can't take my own advice, especially when it comes to dating. So I want to be more vulnerable with the things that I'm working on. And one of them is this self-worth thing. Costa Rica was such a transformative trip for me, you guys. I stayed in an Airbnb with all of my best friends. And as you've been hearing me talk about it on the pod, you know that it was just the best trip of my life. We all stayed in this gorgeous Airbnb. It overlooked the ocean. It was in the mountains and it was actually big enough to hold all 10 of us. I am obsessed with Airbnb as a side hustle because you can just be helping to pay for your vacation while you're literally on your vacation. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are many people who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could even be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Rich, full love exists within all of us. We all contain multitudes and layers of beautiful love, and wearing a locket can help symbolize that. Pandora is bringing back a beloved and iconic piece of jewelry, the locket. No matter what you choose to keep inside it, you can always keep it close to your heart. Plus, inside the locket is the engraved message, today, tomorrow, always, to remind you that love is in everything you do. The back is blank for your own engraving. Pandora's new infinity chain design also makes the perfect partner for the new locket dangle charms. Each link on the chain is shaped like a slightly twisted infinity loop, symbolizing everlasting love. Don't forget, Pandora offers so much more than just charms. You can shop rings, necklaces, earrings, and bracelets too. At Pandora, you'll find jewelry perfect for any style with each piece expertly crafted and hand-finished in genuine metals. Shop now at a store near you or online at pandora.net. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If I had an extra hour in my day, oh my gosh, what would I do? Maybe I would take a walk. Maybe I would call a friend. Maybe I would take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I really did find that when I started therapy, it helped me to prioritize what was important. You know, because you're rushing through life, you're like, oh my God, I never have any time. I don't have time to do this. I wish I had more time. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. So it's about how we use it for us. And therapy really helped me to prioritize my non-negotiables and figure out what was going on in my life that I needed to give extra shine to. And it has just been so freaking amazing and transformative for me. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks.
So I have been obsessed with Osea for a while, basically since I moved to LA and I got introduced to the family and I got introduced to all the products. I love the story behind it because it makes it feel really authentic. You can tell that there's so much love in every product. And I just love that I can trust absolutely everything that they put out. Because if you're going to slather something all over your body, you want it to be clinically proven. You want it to be all the things so clean, vegan, etc. And from the earth, I just love that every product is infused with products from straight from the earth and the ocean because it makes me feel like a mermaid glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from osea get 10 percent off your first order site-wide with code tinks at oseamalibu.com you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over 60 dollars head to oseamalibu.com and use code tinks for 10 percent off at Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. All right, let's talk about icks. So what is an ick? An ick is a feeling. It's an irreversible feeling, in my opinion, that a guy gives you. And it's triggered by something small that he did. Okay. Could be him tripping in an embarrassing way. Could be him saying a joke that no one laughs at and then him repeating himself. Could be he plugs his nose while he cannonballs into the pool. Okay. It's an ick. Now, I saw on TikTok this week some uh a girl had stitched a video and she said because it was some it was some guy saying something about icks and she realized that men don't really understand the ick they don't get it it's too nuanced it's too subtle it's not a turn off okay it's different from a turn off it's a specific feeling and it is my opinion that straight men are the only ones who are able to give the ick it's just a thing. I'm not being man-hating. You guys know I'm not, but I'm sorry. They, it, you know, and in turn, they don't understand it. They're like, oh, you guys are always talking about the icks. Well, we get icks too. No, no. You might have a turn off. You've never had an ick. Okay. And if you've been following me, listening to me for a while, you know, I have this thing called the ick list. Well, I have an, ad- an addendum. I got to talk about this. Okay. So an ick list is what I do look, is it toxic? I don't know. You tell me. When I start to date someone, I make an ick list in my phone. Not seriously date them. I'm just like casually date them. I'll write down, held his fork in a weird, weird way. Um, you know, said, said like pee pee. I don't know what, whatever. Okay. Um, and like little tiny things. Cause that's what icks are like it, it. And by the way, they're very personal. Like something that gives me the ick might not give you the ick. Right. And I like to keep this list for a couple reasons. I like to keep it because it can cool me off. If I feel like I'm getting totally swept away, reverse box theory, I'm like planning my wedding to this guy. I can look at it and I can be like, "Woo, bring myself back down to earth. Also, if it goes belly up and we break up, I can revert back to the, the ick list. Okay. Now, some people will say this is toxic. And to that, I say, you might be right, but it's very helpful for me. So I'm going to keep doing it. However, Lately, 
I have been feeling like I get the ick so easily and I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I don't know if it's because I'm just more observant. I don't know if it's because I've been seeing the wrong guys, but I'm getting the ick so much. And I know a lot of you are too, because I get so many questions about it. Like, how can you, how can you stop seeing it? I, I think that in a way, us women having the whole ick conversation it's just part of like this new wave of us sort of knowing our worth and kind of just having a voice more like, yeah, the ick is silly, but it's also just calling out all the embarrassing shit men have done. Like, I don't feel that up until like 20 years ago, we could even make fun of men in any type of way. Meanwhile, women are made fun of for fucking everything, everything we do. I don't even feel like we could, you know, point those things out. And now, like, slowly we're all looking around being like, yeah, so men are pretty cringe. Men are pretty cringe. Listen, we love them. We love a guy. We love, we, we love them. But when we're dating, the ick is real. If anybody has any ick antidotes, I would really like to know. Because I, I, I like, created a monster. Like, at, at first I was like, oh, yeah, the ick list is amazing. It's such a helpful tool to cool myself off. And now all I do is see icks. Wait, would this be a good rom-com? Maybe. By the way, I didn't invent the term it because I know someone's going to be like, oh, you didn't. No, I didn't invent it. Lord, no. But I did invent the it list. And I do like talking about this. I don't know. I, I mean, part of it is just getting pickier when you're older, I guess. But I hate that. I hate that because it it makes it sound negative for the woman. Like, I'm not getting pickier. I'm getting more selective. I just know what I want more sue me. So I, I've been getting icks everywhere I fucking look. Like I wish I could put some sort of ick blocking glasses on my face so that I wouldn't see them so easily. It can come in the form of a text or like on a, a message on a, you know, on a hinge or something. You know, they say, hey, pretty lady, ick. When we hanging, ick. Um, so I need some sort of an ick vaccine. If someone could invent that, that would be amazing. I made a TikTok this week inspired by my trip with the girls. Girls trips in your 20s versus girls trips in your 30s. And it blew up. And obviously it was satire, but there's a lot of truth to it. And I was saying, you know, girls trips in your 20s. I think back to some of the trips that I took with the girls. There was this one trip we took to the Bahamas. And we had one night in Miami layover. And we were lying on the beach and we were trying to get Dickie to go out. We were like, you know what? We, we have one night in Miami. We've got to go out. We were, we were, and she was like, no, I swear to God, this is a true story. This is probably, we were like 27. And she goes, I would only, I would only go out if Diplo was playing and we could go see Diplo. And this was like before my obsession, friendship, whatever with him. We're lying on the beach, and you know how in Miami they have those planes, and it, it pulls it across, and it literally said, Diplo tonight, 11. And we look at Dickie, and we start screaming. We're like, we're on. We're on like Donkey Kong. We go out, literally spend the whole night out, went, went back at 6 a.m., got on our flight to the Bahamas, you know. And now I think about, you know, 
our trip to Sun Valley where we were like hiking and me and Brian are like talking about our hiking boots and you know what socks are best and we're like cooking the whole time and both are good and my friends we still go out we still have fun I you know I definitely still have those wild times um but it's just interesting it's interesting people's different reactions to it I think some people were were turned off by the video because they were like you're making 30s look boring and that obviously wasn't my intent at all you guys know that I say my life began at 30 genuinely it did I think it's just more you know there are great things about being 30 and there are great things about girls trips in your 30s and I was thinking about how I was going to say this and then I was like oh I don't want to sound like we're boasting or like defensive that's just like part of being a woman, isn't it? But here's the thing. In your 30s, you have more money. Everyone knows what they want to do. Everyone's more self-assured. So if someone does is like, I actually want to go to bed and everybody's cool with it. You know, in your 20s, it's always like everybody has to do everything together and we all have to align and like blah, 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 blah. In your 30s, it's just like, that's great. Uh, go to bed. Don't do it. Come early. Whatever. Everyone's just more chill. And yeah, it's it's so interesting, the different decades. I think that all the decades are so different than I thought they were going to be. I always say your 20s are a mismarketed decade. Everybody makes you feel like it's this time where you have everything figured out and life is fabulous. And in the end, it's like a complete shit show for some of us. And it's very confusing and it's very overwhelming. And you spend a lot of your 20s feeling super lost. I had no idea that was coming. I would have loved a little, um, a little uh, warning for that. I, would, I wish someone would have said, by the way, you're not going to know what the fuck to do. You're going to feel very afraid. Every, all the balls are moving. A lot of balls in the air. Balls, balls, balls. And your thirties, I thought I would be married with like five kids by now. And now I'm just like, my life just began. I am starting to know who I am. I'm starting to know what I want. My career is finally in, in a place where I'm happy sometimes. And, uh, I want to work harder and I feel like I'm just getting there. So it's different. I don't know what 40s are going to be. And then I was really pleased because on the video, a lot of people were like, wait till your 40s. It's the perfect combination of your 30s and your 20s. And that excited me. That excited me. I think that we build up this fear of aging so much, especially as women. And I get it, right? Because from the second women are born, we're like, okay, well, your your biggest asset is your looks. That That's what we're told. So no fucking wonder women are afraid to age, right? No fucking wonder. But here's the thing. You get smarter and you get more self-assured. And to bring it full circle, you have more self-worth as time goes on. I am excited for 40s. I, you know, I think about even on that episode of the Kardashians recently where they were saying like your 40s are the best time of your life and that's really interesting because they you know the Kardashians love them or hate them they have a lot of influence and for them to say like oh they're you know they're talking about aging in this way I think that's cool I think the more people who say it you know the better the more women we see having these amazing lives you know past having kids and you know into their 40s and 50s and 60s like it's it's amazing to see and we need that representation because you know as of now we have like 35 year olds playing grandmas in movies it like doesn't make any fucking sense like thanks again Hollywood for all of the completely unrealistic standards that make us want to jam our heads into the walls but you know you see these women and they keep having it's not only a second act it's like a third and a fourth I mean look at J-Lo she's fifth what is she 52 she just got married that's fucking cool 
doesn't matter if you like her music or you don't but like that's dope that she's like yeah I'm gonna get married to this guy I you know dated 20 years ago and now we're doing it again like that's amazing I think one thing that really helped me unlock with aging is to stop thinking about it as a linear process and now I think about it as different eras so I used to think it was just kind of like this you know you peak at 22 and then you just slow slow slide into death basically as a woman and now I'm like no way that's crazy like your 20s I look back and I they were chaotic and stressful and fun and high highs and low lows and tears and trips and drinking and partying and crying and job changing and movie moving cities. And that's OK. That's an era. That's I that's a beautiful era of my life. And now I'm in my 30s and I'm like more self-assured, more travel, working harder, working smarter, building a life for myself. Like it's it's all different eras. And then that makes you kind of excited for the next one because it's not, you don't know. That's the best is yet to come. Uh, and that's why I love that phrase. You know, it's not too late and you're not too old, no matter what, no matter what it is you're thinking about. Aging is weird though. I mean, it's definitely weird for women because of what we have our looks. And you think about you think about you think about the double standard and it makes you sick. Like you think about someone like Leo DiCaprio, he's what, fifty? And people are like, Well, Bachelor of the Century, like, oh my god, he's just getting hot. Brad Pitt wore that fucking skirt on the red carpet, looks like a snack. He's definitely in his fifties. And then you look at women and it's just not you know, it's not given the same hype. That being said, I think JLo does get a lot of hype and people like that, you know, where it's, you know, they look good and we're hyping them up more. And I think it's great. I'm like, I want to see women of all ages represented um, and represented in a positive light. Like, wow, they're having these amazing, cool lives and and they're getting older and it's it's wonderful. It's it's fantastic. One last thing about aging and growing up. I cannot remember for the life of me where I read this, but I learned the reason time feels as though it's speeding up as you're getting older is that you have fewer new experiences. So you know how when you look at your childhood, it feels, or when you think back to it, it feels so long. Like it just feels like it was never ending because you were having so many new experiences. Okay, the first day you learned to ride a bike, the first day you have a corn dog, the first day you pet a dog. Like there's so many, <laughs> why did I just say corn dog and then dog? I got dogs on the brain, guys. Um, but you know what I mean? There's just so much new stuff. You go to camp in the summer, you, you know, learn that Father Christmas isn't real. Like there's all this shit. And it's just like, wow, you're, you know, it really means that time is meaningful. So knowing this, I hate that idea that time speeds up as you get older. I hate that. So I'm raging against it by trying to do new experiences all the time. And I, I get it can be difficult if we, because, you know, we get into routines. We're adults. We have jobs. Um, we have lives. We have responsibilities and families. But I, I really want to dig into this more in another episode and, and just figure out how we can maximize how we can optimize because that's what I'm all about. I want to make every single day count. Life is not a dress rehearsal. It's the real performance. And I just, I thought that was so interesting about time. It kind of reminded me, I just, this stuck out to me when I was leaving for college, I randomly asked my dad, like, do you have any advice? Or I think it was when I was graduating. He actually said to me, time goes really fast when you graduate college, it starts to really speed up. And he said, if you can travel, if you can take trips, that's a really good way to slow down time. Because and, and I, I didn't obviously know then, but now 
he was onto something for sure because going to a new place or having an experience with friends it helps break up time and it helps you kind of have markers when you look back it's really important if you can do that it's it's really great I've been traveling a lot this year and I'm about to travel more maybe to a city near you this fall we'll see we will see guys uh my mantra for the day I'm re- going to repeat it is it is not too late and you are not too old whether it's a job a love uh, a moving of cities it's not too late seriously life is so life contains multitudes and uh, I think aging is really beautiful and I think we got to rage against this notion that it just gets worse because so far it only gets better. I love you guys tons. I will see you on Monday when I'm going to do a very unsexy but a very important episode. And you know what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about families and um, difficult family dynamics. I'm going to talk about parent guilt, moving away from your parents. I'm going to talk about mother-daughter relationships and uh, really dig into that stuff because, like I said, it's not sexy, but it affects us all to our core, right? It affects us all so deeply. So I'm going to dig in and try to pass on some of uh, what's helped me. I love you guys. If you like my podcast, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend or gave it five stars. Uh, Yeah. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Love you. Bye.